Merry Christmas, wherever you may be viewing this today. When I was younger, I remembered Christmas by the gifts that I received. When I got older, I remembered Christmas by the gifts that I was able to give. And now I remember Christmases as my attempt to appreciate the gift of life itself. When I was younger, I appreciated Christmas most by the gifts that I received. And I invite you to ask yourself today, what, what are some of the greatest gifts that you received? Uh, not just in terms of company, but material gifts. Uh, my favorite were always the ones that uh, were a surprise in the sense that I didn't know that they existed. Uh, I remember in my teenage years, we'd go over to my grandparents' house for Christmas Eve, and it was always a wonderful time. And my dad would take us to Tower Record Store, and we would always go around and find some sort of music that we never had. And on one particular Christmas Eve, it was a huge Christmas miracle for me because I was a huge fan of the TV show Twin Peaks. And this is back in the VHS television era. And so something would be shown on TV and you'd never see it again. And so I loved this show called Twin Peaks. It was 29 episodes. And the first seven episodes were available on VHS tape, but not the rest of them. And it just happened on this Christmas Eve that I saw that those had been released. And it was just the greatest Christmas miracle uh, of my life. I remember as well, my dad purchased me a, a CD by my favorite band, Crowded House, that he gave to me on Christmas morning. And what a surprise uh, that was to experience. And so there's something about Christmas magic when we receive something um, that exists that we didn't even know uh, that it existed. And of course, we want it so bad. Uh, as I got older, I remembered uh, Christmas by the gifts that I got to give. Um, in my late 20s, I finally started uh, making a little bit of money and had the best time taking my two sisters on trips uh, for their Christmas present uh, in January time. Uh, we you know, grew up in California, and we were just kind of the family that didn't do a lot of vacations. We didn't at travel out of state that much. And so it was such a joy to just take these little weekend trips of uh, getting to the airport and going to a place like um, Washington State or Portland, Oregon or San Francisco and just spending the weekend with my sisters. And uh, it meant so much for me to get to give them that experience and to have that shared experience together. Um, getting to adopt a son, uh, I was so grateful to get to be you know, a central part of making a, a little boy's uh, life special on Christmas. And, you know, now having this beautiful daughter, she's not totally gift-oriented, but she does love Christmas magic and the spirit. And so I love getting to give gifts that help people's day on Christmas be a little bit more magical. So when I was younger, I defined Christmas by the gifts that I received. When I was older, I defined it by the gifts I got to give. And now, Christmas just as much is about my own ability to appreciate the gift of life at Christmas time. I don't know about you, but I can sure screw it up a lot.
I can get frustrated. I can get too caught up in thinking about work stuff. Um, I could, you know, not be in a place of peace with my past or with certain fractures that I may have in relationships. I may have worries about my future. Uh, I may be in certain anxieties and had too much to drink on Christmas Eve or too much coffee on Christmas morning and just not feel good. And for me, the real gift of Christmas is to stop. Stop. Stop it. Take some deep breaths. Look around. Be present. Remember that the gift of life is always giving itself to us, but that the gift of life cannot be received if we're not receptive to it. It's right there, right here, right now. And all we have to do is not add stuff on, but let it go. Be fully present. Let all of our worries take care of themselves and be fully present to the gift of life. I know that such an important myth at Christmas time is the story of the birth of Christ, which to me symbolizes the birth of, of humanity itself. And yet I think Charles Dickens in A Christmas Carol gave us what is still today the best myth for the modern human being. We live lives that can be so superficial in the everyday, so focused on work and success and money and getting by that we come out of alignment with our life itself. We come out of alignment with who we are in relationship with our past. We forget all about it. We forget about the joys we experienced and we forget our own story of giving up the miracle of God's life to get so caught up in our version of life. We get so caught up in the busyness of being successful now that we don't think about the negative effects that come with what yet has come in terms of relationships that didn't live up to our expectations, not being fully who we wanted to be in character, even though we may have built up all the material success we have ever wanted. Although I don't know about you, but sometimes it seems like it's never enough. And I, I particularly like in Dickens that spirit of Christmas present who can sprinkle a little bit of magic dust on any situation and bring Christmas joy. And there's a message in that, to come present. It's also the spirit of Christmas present that, that keeps within his great coat these two interesting beings of need and want. They're, they're suffering, and yet this ghost of Christmas present can keep them. And there's a message in that, that the only place we can ever really do good in our lives is in this present moment. And that experience of Scrooge, whether it was a, a nightmare or a ghost story or whatever it may be, it seeks to what has to happen in our own psyche to come truly present to the gifts of Christmas time. We have to come to terms with our past where we experience the magic and where we may have disconnected from it as well. We have to get, come to terms with what is yet to come. The experience of loss, the experience of death, the experience of letting go. Um, as uh, my friend <laughs> Linda Rangel says, we're all terminal. And yet at the same time, we can be proud of the lives that we lived. And that's where this present moment comes in that ability to come fully present, 
to our own ability to make a difference in our own life, in the lives of others, in the lives of our world, right here and right now. That's that gift of Christmas. When I was younger, I remembered Christmas by the gifts that I received. As I grew older, I remembered Christmas by the gifts I got to give. And now, Christmas itself is the gift. Life itself is the gift. And my question for each of us today is, are we willing, are we ready, are we willing to say yes to receive that gift in its totality? Um, I brought some words from the Pope today, Pope Francis. They were spoken a few years ago in, I believe, his Christmas address. The great gift of life is the first gift we have received. Sometimes we risk forgetting about this as if we were the masters of our existence, while instead we are radically dependent. In fact, it is a source of great joy to hear at every age in life, in every situation, in every social condition, we are and remain sons and daughters. This is the message that children give us with their presence. With just their presence, they remind us that each and every one of us is a child. Can we this Christmas simply celebrate the miracle of our own existence. That other great modern Christmas myth, It's a Wonderful Life, asks us to ponder the question, how would life be different if I never existed? Uh, Philip Van Dorn Stern, I believe his name, he wrote the story, The Greatest Gift, uh, about George Bailey. And he wrote it to his family, and he also encounters an angel, and he gets to find out what, what life would be like if he didn't exist. Uh, but instead of the George Bailey and It's a Wonderful Life, he finds himself being a door-to-door salesman uh, and selling uh, brushes and things like that. Uh, and he gets to find and encounter his wife and his mom, and none of them uh, know who he is. And it's a powerful little story that Frank Capra, the director of It's a Wonderful Life, picked up and made into this modern story for us. But what a wonderful question to consider to ask ourselves, what would life be if we never existed? And to see how so many would be robbed of the impact that we've made on who they are. What a day and what a time to celebrate. As uh, Clarence the Angel quotes from Mark Twain, no man is a failure who has friends. I honor the friend that you are. I honor the people who've had an impact on your life. And let us this Christmas time celebrate the gift of existence itself. So just taking some time to ground this in a Christmas prayer. You may be watching this on Christmas Eve morning at another time. Maybe you're watching in a moment of happiness. Maybe you're watching in a moment of dread of all the stuff that's going on. But let us know that stillness isn't just a state of being. It's a consciousness that we can find right here and right now. And in this stillness, the heart of God speaks. It speaks not with words, but with the language of feelings. Allowing that voice of God to speak through the heart, its key communication device to us today. Let's let it speak to us through the language of love, the language of peace, the language of understanding that goes beyond intellectual comprehension to the very depths of the heart that knows that there is a part of us and of all being that speaks to us of peace, that speaks to us that all is well, 
that speaks to us that there is a creative center of knowing even within the chaos of life that reminds us that there is a divine hope, that there is a Christ clarity, a Christ mind that is available to each and every one of us right here and right now, that we can download the gifts of the season in our being and in our consciousness and how we show up, and we can be transformative presences for healing, for understanding, for epiphanies, for forgiveness, for ahas, and aha indeed. We embrace Christmas love, we embrace Christmas spirit, We embrace all that the seasons have to give us, whether we do not see another person this Christmas time or we are about to see hundreds or even a thousand attending a candlelight service at Mile High Church. Let us know that the light shines bright within each of us and may we share it with everyone and with everything we contact. And so it is. Amen. Merry Christmas.